0: Oh yeah, here I am, the original H-B-I-C, Katie motherfucking Boyd. And on this week's installment of the Ambitious Podcast, this is the second part of Are You an Empath? So today we're going to discuss how you can not only survive as an empath, but you can thrive as an empath. Because being an empath is actually a beautiful thing if we know how to have boundaries and work it for our highest, greatest good. It's a very bad thing if we don't know how to have boundaries and we're doing things that don't resonate with us and align with who we truly are authentically. So before we start today, because I don't have any advertisements here on the Ambitious Podcast, all I ask of you is two things. Number one is share this podcast with everyone you know. And the second thing is learn how the best way that you and I can work together and how you can experience ambitious. We have some incredible stuff up on the KBMFC website. If you go on over there to level up, you can get a bitch box for the new year, You can get the book now in hardcover. You can pick up Ambitious Gloss. We have some amazing new swag. You can hop in on next month's installment of the A28P Ambitious 28-Day Protocol. You can sign up to be part of our lifestyle protocol. We have goddess gatherings coming up. We have three-day Ambitious adventure retreats coming up in the new year. So all of that will be over on the KBMS website. That's it. I don't ask much, just those two things. Oh, and if you're feeling like a good doobie, if you want to go on over to uh, iTunes and leave us a five-star and written review on the podcast, I would be so grateful, grateful from the bottom of my little black heart. Okay, so today, I'm going to talk about the 10 ways that I feel that you can not only survive as an empath, but you can truly step into your power and thrive and really live life ambitiously. Okay. So obviously, if you're here, you listened to last week's podcast, The 15 Ways to See if You Are an Empath. Now, most of you are here and you're like, yeah, bitch, I'm an empath. What, what up? And now I'm going to give you the ways for you to actually really step into your power and thrive being an empath, because it doesn't have to be like a death sentence. It doesn't have to mean a sad, sad sack life. It can mean that you're just a really amazing human and a light worker, but you're protecting yourself and you're respecting yourself. And by protecting and respecting yourself, then you will in turn help heal the world. Okay, so... What an empath needs to be happy and healthy and thrive and go to the next level. So number one is we need plenty of alone time to center and recharge and rejuvenate and recuperate, right? Empaths are highly sensitive people and we can react nervously, And we can have very high reactive nervous systems, which means that the outside world can overwhelm us easily. So we always need time to contemplate and think about life, right? Other people, their their voices, sounds, and other various stimuli can really get us up in a tizzy, right? So we as empaths need regular alone time and mini breaks throughout the day to refocus and recharge. It's not just about being alone, it's about self-preservation and self-care. So if you listen to two podcasts ago, it was all about intuitive eating. I have been living by this for about a month now and it's changed my life. And I've been working on my intuition And one of the ways that I'm working on my intuition and deepening my intuition is through the intuitive eating. And what I found is if I stop a couple times a day, even if it's just like for a cup of tea or a lemon water or to take my vitamins or just to like have an apple with some almond butter or have a protein shake or have some bone broth with some collagen in it, I know these things. Things sound like super like simple and mundane, but they just help me have these moments of my day that I'm like in peace, and I know I'm doing something healthy for my body, and I just feel so much more powerful. And I've noticed that when I when I was fasting a lot, and I still fast, but when I was fasting a lot, and I was using fasting like the old ways to like beat myself up for being like quote unquote naughty that it was making me want to binge eat more. And I am a a recovering uh, eating disorder lady, okay? I've had EDs my whole life for as far back as I can remember. So when I get triggered, when I get overwhelmed, when I'm not taking time to like fill up my cup, the old bad habits and the disorders and the illnesses and disease are gonna come back and rear their ugly heads. So taking that time, just a little bit throughout the day, just to breathe or to meditate or just like go outside and put your feet in the grass and ground, hug a tree, pet your dog, you know, clean clean up something in your house, organize something in your house. Like it just makes you feel good. So that's the number one thing that I use every day to help myself thrive as an empath. The second thing I do is I have routine nature therapy. So like, what does that mean? Okay. So for me, it's about like just going outside and walking in the woods. I have beautiful woods next to me and I sometimes will just go out there and I'll walk into the woods. and I'll just like smell the, smell the leaves or I'll sit outside in nature and I'll just watch like a hawk fly over like the treetops in my in my yard or I'll like watch like right now all the little chipmunks are getting ready for winter and they're just like beating the shit out of each other on my hill. So like I like laugh and I just watch them do that and they like eat their little nuts and they look like, look at me. Go to the ocean if you're an ocean person. Like I'm not so much a water person. I'm more of like a, a nature grounding woods hiking dirt person. So like for me, I love to garden. For some people, like my friend Jill, she loves to just drive to the beach and just like put her feet in the sand. And she's like, it just just does something to me. My friend Kristen calls it vitamin C, right? S E A instead of C, the the letter. Whatever it means to you, it could be sitting by a, a bird bath, or listening to trickling water in a fountain or just like closing your eyes and breathing while the breeze like washes over your face. Like whatever that is, that is going to help you heal and it's going to help you thrive and level up as an empath. The next thing that we need, and this is so important for me. So if I'm just letting you know, if you can't bring deep conversation to me, like we're probably not going to be friends. The next thing is we as empaths need deep, meaningful conversation. Empaths aren't necessarily introverts like we spoke about on the last podcast, but are similar to introverts because they hate Fucking small talk, I hate it. It's one of my biggest pet peeves. Instead, they thrive in discussions about important, meaningful topics. Right? Like, so for me, if you start, if you come to me and you're like, "Hey, let's talk about Stoic philosophy," I'm like, "Let me grab a seat. Let me grab a seat." <laughs> or if you want to talk about like Neil deGrasse Tyson and the cosmos, I'm like, "Hold on, let me get my cup of tea. Like, let's 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 sit with our legs crossed and let's get deep about Uranus." right? Like, that's what I want to talk about. I don't want to talk about like the weather, politics, like, uh, it's like boring to me. It's boring to me. Okay. Number four, we have to limit our time with people who drain our life force energy. You know, the types of people I'm talking about, they're often referred to as energy vampires, those who ask for the world and leave you feeling sapped of peace and energy. Empaths have huge hearts and they want to help heal others. The problem is that we as empaths also take on that suffering as our own suffering. When we encounter people who use our empathy to their advantage, it can become toxic quickly. We need boundaries with those who drain us as they say, no is a complete sentence. Remember guys, go back to the ambitious podcast where it's entitled, no is a complete sentence because you got you guys have to learn that. No is a complete sentence. You don't have to tell anyone else, anything else, just no. Number five, we, we need partners or we need relationships and they people have to understand us. While empaths are good at loving others, the closeness of an intimate relationship can be very difficult. We can be easily overloaded by our partner's energy and feel like we're losing our time to decompress. Empaths need to be with people who understand this and are okay with redefining physical and personal boundaries. Like, I love my husband with all my heart, but sometimes he'll like come up to me and be like, oh, give me a kiss. And I'm like, ah, like get away from me. Because I'm just like, I need to like mentally prepare for that kind of energy, and I know he loves me, and I know it's like a loving thing, but I'm a fucking freak show, okay? I like, like you know, how women are like, oh, I just want my husband to, like rub my feet and sit on the couch. Ew, I don't want anyone touching me. I-, I want like, I want like an agenda. I want it to be written in my in my schedule. Matt will hug me at two fifteen p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesday, June twenty second. Like, I'm a weirdo. I know, bitches, don't judge, whatever, but you need to have relationships with people who get who you are and that aren't always trying to change you because that can be really draining too and that can also make you feel like, what's wrong with me? Am I not enough just the way I am right now? The next one is you need daily mindfulness practices and I'm telling you guys this because this is something I do. I have my rituals every day, but it's also the best thing to do it first thing in the morning before the day gets like out of your control. So – you know, we wake up, we should be doing our breathing exercises, we should be going for walks in nature, we should be doing our journaling, we should do, be doing our blessing, our ambitious abundance affirmations, all the things that I teach you in Ambitious the Book. We have to adopt those rituals, we have to cloak, we have to, you know, pray, we have to do all these different things because that's what helps us feel together, what helps us feel in control. What? And listen, I know, duh, control is an illusion. If 2020 hasn't taught us that, I don't know what fucking year has. So, but I like a semblance of control. Remember I talk about on the Ambitious Podcast every week, control only the things that you can control, which is like your rituals and your practices and your exercise and your food and your you know water and your supplementation. Empaths need that to feel like they have some semblance of control. The next one is we need peace from quiet and loud noises. Uh, The last month I've been having like 50 people on my lawn every day, like with bulldozers and like music and like all this crazy shit. Now, Obviously, I'm grateful and blessed because I've worked really hard to be able to afford this project, to have this thing done to my yard, and I'm blessed and I'm grateful. But it doesn't mean it makes it easier. So for me, like when they're in my yard, like I go in my basement and I meditate. I go to my studio and I work out. Just to get some quiet time alone, it's been helping me so much. So the phrase "I can't hear myself think is spot on for empaths. Loud music, yelling, and other sudden or repetitive sounds can get overwhelming quickly. We need environments where we can have quiet moments often. Like if you live in the city and you're an empath and they're doing like work on your street and like you just hear a jackhammer from like seven in the morning till seven o'clock at night, you're gonna have a fucking nervous breakdown unless you're doing things to protect yourself from that energy. So make sure that to thrive as an empath, you have time carved out every day of your life to have that peace and quiet. And if you live in an area which is really overwhelming, you may wanna think about getting a home or an apartment or a domicile where it's a lot less invasive with the loud noises. Okay, the next one is... We as empaths, to thrive, to ascend, to level up, we have to be able to receive. This is one of my hardest things and I'm working on it on a daily basis. But empaths love to give, especially when we know it will make others feel good. We also don't like feeling like a burden, which can also make it difficult to accept help or ask for support. But a balance of giving and receiving is part of healthy relationships and emotional health. It's also part of the balance of universal life force energy. So I'm a Reiki master teacher and one of the things that we learned during my um certifications is there has to be this give and take, this quid pro quo, this balance of energy. So like a lot of people who become Reiki masters want to do Reiki on people for no money, or they want to do Reiki on people and not get anything in return. And then what happens is the balance of energy is out of whack and you become drained and everyone else's cup is full. And that that over time can create and wreak havoc on you as a human and as an energetic light being. So you have to make sure that you're open to receive. So just something as simple as every day waking up and being like, I am open and willing to receive God's goodness. Whatever that means to you, But just setting that intention on a daily basis helps empaths be open to receive because I'm like that too. Like I want to give, 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 give. And then like I'm dangling everybody and I'm helping everybody Well, I think I'm helping everybody, but I'm actually just an enabler of their bad behavior and laziness. Not good. Number nine. This is huge, guys, and this is something that um, I go extensively into in Ambitious the book, and I also go extensively into into our um, Ambitious twenty eight and three six five protocols, where we really need as empaths to have emotional release from past traumas. Okay, so if you have post traumatic stress, if you have had trauma in your childhood or as a young adult. We, as empaths, feel everything so deeply, we often grow up not knowing how to handle the sensory overload. In addition, we might experience physical or emotional abuse, neglect, bullying, family chaos, or simply have people in our lives who didn't understand our sensitive natures. Our past traumas can be carried into adulthood if we don't know how to work through them and release them, right? So, We really have to think about how we are going to do this. For me, it's working with healers. For me, it's working with my shaman and doing Reiki on myself and also receiving Reiki from other Reiki masters and also going to therapy and also doing inner child healing. If you have bought Ambitious the Book, which you haven't, get over to kbmfc.com and get your copy your hardcover copy of Ambitious, because in the latter parts of the book, I talk about inner child healing and how important it is to break those ancestral chains of trauma that we have been not only enduring in this lifetime, but being passed down from generation to generation to generation. I also did a three-part series or a four-part series on healing the mother wound. So that will also be super helpful to you um, in conjunction with everything else I just mentioned to go back and listen to those podcasts, right? So number eight is about, I'm sorry, number nine is about healing your past traumas, right? So It's about setting clear boundaries with people. It's about, you know, practicing self-compassion. It's about finding a good therapist. It's about doing inner child healing work and healing the mother wound. It's all of those things, everything, everything. And then the next last, so the 10th one here is you need to really find freedom from carrying other people's burdens. And, you know, I had to adopt this mantra a couple years ago, and I say to myself often, not my problem, not my problem, not my problem, not my problem. I want to say it a million times right now, but I don't want to bore you. But try this. When you see other people struggling, when you see other people You know, like just banging their head into the wall. And you know, like, dude, you're your own motherfucking worst enemy. And of course, you want to help them. You have to adopt this principle of not my problem. And that doesn't make you a bad person. It's about self preservation because you cannot help other people if you are falling apart at the seams. Right? So, because empaths sense others' emotions so easily, we can feel like it's our job to heal other people's pain. We must remember that it is not our job. We can be a listener, we can check in on others, but it's not our responsibility to fix them. Recognizing this is a key for empaths to thrive, right? So fucking important, so important. And, you know, I could go on and on and on about this. Like, I could talk about so many things like, you know, empaths need to instill joy and fun into their lives, they need to have projects, they need to keep themselves busy, they need to have fun, they need to have self-compassion, and they need to obviously be around people, like I said before in the last podcast, about, you know, people who don't want to change us, right? But accepting that you are an empath, which is a beautiful gift, but it can also be the gift from hell that keeps on giving if you don't know how to rope and wrangle this aspect of who you are as a human. So I hope that this helped today because this was also very healing for me to listen to these things and to talk about these things because it's a daily reminder to me that like I can't fall back into old patternings of, you know, trying to dangle everyone, trying to help everyone, trying to fix everyone's problems because it's not healthy and it's hurting us as empaths in the long run. I hope that this podcast helped each and every one of you. Like I said, don't forget to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star review and also share this podcast and this movement with as many people from all over the world as you can. Remember, you are all crusaders for this ambitious movement and I appreciate each and every one of you. And thank you so much for showing up here week after week and just listening and learning and evolving and leveling up because as ambitious people. That's what we were placed on this earth to do. Hope to see you next week. And like I always say, see you next Tuesday.